Good morning. It is Whole30 Day 9. Uh, it is May 23rd, I think. And I am on my way to the dentist, which I haven't been to the dentist in a really, really long time, like five or six years. Um, I'm a little bit nervous, but my night guard broke and I need to get it replaced. And so I finally have to go to the dentist and I know I'm going to have like a hundred cavities and don't even ask about why I haven't been in so long. I, it's just is what it is. Anyway, so that's what I'm doing. Um, yesterday I was really tired by the end of the night. Um, I don't know if that's a whole 30 thing. I think I'm, I just have been really tired a lot lately. I'm hoping that, you know, kind of when I hit my stride with this, I might have a little bit more energy than I have had in the last few weeks and months. Um, but I slept super well, which was great. I actually uh, got up this morning and did the five o'clock workout and just like popped right out of bed, which never happens when my alarm went off at 4.30. So that was really nice. Uh, it definitely helps that it's a l even a little bit light out now, even at 4.30. Um, maybe not at 4.30, but like at 5. So I don't have to fight my natural instincts so much to go back to bed when it's still being dark. But that was pretty great. And I'm hoping that that is a side effect of Whole30 that keeps getting better. Um, we had salmon last night and mashed potatoes and roasted broccoli. Um, for lunch today, I have leftover stir fry from the other night and some leftovers from last night and some roast, just kind of like a hodgepodge of stuff today. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about is a lot of people keep asking us, like, you know, we talk about all these foods that we can eat now that we never ate on macros. And everybody has said kind of the same thing, which is like, I just don't get it. If I ever really want something, I just make room for it. My macros, like, why were you guys depriving yourselves? And I think the answer is that we, it just wasn't a priority. Those foods weren't a priority. Like if I really wanted to make room for something, I was going to make room for guacamole or, um, avocado toast or, you know, I don't know, something with a lot, a lot of butter. Like I wasn't really stressing about the fact that I wasn't eating peanut butter or almond butter. And I wasn't eating PB2 because I think it's gross. Um, but that's really all it was. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, didn't feel you know, like if there was something that I really wanted to get into my diet, like I would find the way to get it in, but it just wasn't a priority. But I think that kind of goes back to the flexibility that we feel like we have uh, with Whole30 is that even foods that aren't a priority, like you don't have to find a way to squeeze them in. You don't have to like plan around those foods with, you know, higher macro contents. You can just eat them. And so I think that's kind of more what we mean. Um, you know, obviously, you can work anything into a macro-based diet, and that's kind of the whole point. But it is nice to just not have to worry about working it in. The other thing a lot of people um, wrote after yesterday's episode about um, kind of talking about what I said regarding feeling like, you know, I just want my body to look like I care about health and fitness as much as I do. And it's awesome to hear that a lot of you, you know, kind of feel similarly that, it's hard to put into words without saying like, I just want to lose weight or whatever, you know, which kind of sounds so petty in a way. But at the end of the day, I feel like the deeper thing with that is feeling like a huge part of my identity is as a CrossFitter and yet my body doesn't reflect that. And so there's sort of like this discord between what I 
consider myself and what I consider my identity to be in part and the way that I look and, you know, a much bigger part of my identity obviously is being a mom and all that kind of, um, you know, being a lover of tacos may or may not be part of my identity. And that I feel like is pretty well represented by my, by my body type. But I just wish that, you know, being a level two coach and being an avid CrossFitter for five plus years was a little bit uh, better represented as well. So anyway, uh, thank you guys for your comments about that. I think I'll try to talk about that a little bit more, um, as, as it kind of evolves, but you're not supposed to weigh or measure, excuse me, weigh yourself or like do any measurements during Whole30. And I've been really kind of tempted to, but I will say that my pants are fitting a little bit looser, um, which are, these are the jeans that kind of were the first pair of jeans to fit me after I stopped wearing maternity jeans postpartum, which I wore maternity jeans for like probably still two or three months postpartum. And if you were listening and you had a baby and you did not have to do that, I salute you. But I was just not ready to like try to squeeze myself into jeans <laughs> until like three months after Miles was born. And maternity jeans are actually so nice. I feel like everyone should own a pair for like Thanksgiving. And you could just wear your giant maternity jeans with your huge uh, elastic waistband and not have to worry about as, all the gravy that you wanted or all the pie. Um, other than that, I think... You know, I'm still just kind of appreciating the ability to take a step back and evaluate my habits. Um, I still am having some gut problems. Uh, I don't, you know, they're kind of, it's kind of coming and going. I think it is still pretty early in the program to assume that any of my kind of underlying GI health um, issues would be resolved already. So just trying to give that some time. I will say it's improved dramatically. Um, to the point, you know, before the whole 30, I was definitely running to the bathroom quite a lot and I have stopped having to do that, which is great. Um, this is not fun (laughs) to ever be in that position, let alone be in that position for several weeks. So it's really great. Um, but most, most of, most of that urgency at least has been resolved. So hopefully just kind of will continue to see improvements there. I also have not had any hints of any migraines in the last nine days, which is awesome. I was dealing with um, trying to fight off a migraine probably about once a week there for about a month or six weeks. And, you know, it would be enough that I would feel it coming on and I'd need to take some Excedrin migraine real quick and just hope that I had caught it in time. And I haven't had to deal with that. Um, at all in the last week and a half, which is really great. So I would say, you know, in terms of those two main things being the things I wanted to address that it's been successful, but it's also been interesting just to see like what else has come up so far regarding, you know, the habits that I think I didn't even really realize I had created and ingrained in myself through counting macros. And then also, you know, just kind of this never ending, um, conversation with myself about, you know, what are my goals for my fitness and my health and my body and why do I feel that way? And, uh, you know, I think yesterday I said, one of my goals obviously is just to feel comfortable in my skin. And I think that sounds so basic. And yeah, I think it's really easy to take for granted that 
you just are never going to really fully love your body. And I, I want to be at that place. I want to be at the place where I really, truly love my body. And I don't just tolerate it and I don't just accept it because that's what I'm supposed to do. And it's not just like this necessary evil, um, but that I actively am really happy with the way I look and I'm proud of my body for all the reasons. You know, I think that one thing that's tough as a mom is you're told all the time, like, if you express any amount of dissatisfaction with your body, people are like, yeah, but your body grew a baby. Like, isn't that amazing? Like, yeah, that's amazing. But at the same time, like that doesn't, that's not a blanket statement that covers every single thing for me, at least. Um, you know, and it helps, obviously it's, it's, um, it's definitely part of the story of my body, but it's not the only thing that I want to define my body and define who I am is that I one time grew a human. Um, and so just kind of taking back a little bit of that narrative is, has also kind of become part of this process, which I didn't really realize that that was where this was going to go, but it's been nice to kind of find, like, feel like, okay, I'm ready to deal with some of that. And I think this is the healthy way to do it. And, um, you know, we've heard a lot of comments from you guys, which have been awesome of, of, you know, you inspired me to read it starts with food or you inspired me to start a whole 30. And I just think it's so interesting. Like there's just a million different reasons that people can want to do something like this. And, you know, I know Joy talked about this the other day and when it comes to the whole 30, the program is written very dogmatically and they very much say like, you know, all we're asking for is 30 days, but we're asking for a hundred percent commitment. And if you are not a hundred percent in for 30 full days, then you can't call it a whole 30. And like, that's fine. You know, if that's, that, those are the rules that they decided on and it's their program. So they get to decide what the rules are. And we have signed up for that specific program, which means, okay, those are the rules that I've committed to following. But if you find yourself in a position of like, you know what, I feel like I still want to chew gum or I feel like I still want to add, you know, I feel like I still want to have a glass of wine on the weekends, like, then that's great. And if you want to just, you know, be more mindful of the majority of your choices and, you know, still say, still allow certain things that the whole 30, which, you know, is self-described as being very restrictive and not a way for anyone to eat for more than 30 days. Um, if that's the way you want to do it, then I think that's awesome. You know, if you want to just kind of clean up your diet to whatever degree, um, I think that that's awesome. And I think that, you know, along the way, it's just interesting to see what motivates people and what you kind of start to find out. And even just as, as simple as challenging the belief of like, oh, I could never go without X, Y, Z food and realizing like, you know what, that's bullshit. Like, you know, you can go without bagels or you can go without wine. And, you know, the thought that you can't doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go without that thing. It doesn't mean you have to take it out of your diet just to prove to yourself that you can do it. But, you know, I think it, it does give food a lot of power over you to have this belief of like, oh, I could never live without X, Y, Z. Because basically, you know, that story is saying like this food is more, more important or more powerful than, you know, your decision, um, your decision-making process. And so I think that's really cool that, you know, even just some people have written it to us saying like, you know, you're doing this program has made me realize like I never thought in a million years I could live without dairy, but here I am on week two living without dairy and like 
I'm still here. I'm still alive. The world is still turning. So those realizations are really cool too. Anyway, well, here I am at the dentist. My appointment starts in six minutes, so I should probably go inside and face the fact that they're going to yell at me because I don't floss enough. Although I do floss sometimes. I don't floss enough, and I never use mouthwash, and I grind my teeth really bad. Let's hope that I don't have, like, a million cracked teeth, but I will check in on my way out. I survived the dentist. Um, I have two cavities, which is fine, and I obviously need a night guard for my grinding. But other than that, it was painless and painless today anyway because I didn't get my fillings today. But um, feeling feeling like an adult for going to the dentist, and then now I'm heading to a two-hour budget meeting, so super adulty today. Anyway, I just felt like I needed to give you guys some closure because I know you were just on the edge of your seat about how my dentist appointment was going to go. I hope you guys are all having a great Tuesday and we will check in again soon. Whole 30 day nine. It feels just like yesterday that we were at day one. I was thinking this morning, I'm driving to the gym right now, by the way, I was thinking (laughs) this long morning that I've been awake that it definitely is starting to feel like the newness is wearing off. So I flipped open the whole 30 book to see where we should be at in the timeline. And it's exactly that. Like you're kind of in the middle, like I'm just kind of over it, but I don't really feel that way. I definitely feel more like this is the first few days you get all excited. You're all motivated. And I kind of look at it from my psychologist brain of how habits work and how you get all this motivation and then you're kind of trying to work on a habit and changing it and halfway through you're like oh this is so difficult and the tendency really is to throw in the towel so I'm more or less evaluating where I'm at with that and if I truly feel like I'm getting sick of it or bored with it or annoyed with it or fill in the blank with it I really don't feel that way and I I don't want to be annoying with it because I know a lot of people struggle with this but I am really not struggling yet and I'm kind of waiting for the day but I also don't want to set myself up to be like I'm going to have this huge crash and I'm expecting that maybe I won't maybe my experience will be that this just feels so good that I just didn't have a huge issue with it Uh, and I think what helped me a lot so far is that I did a lot of reading, listening to audiobooks before I started. So I devoured all of the podcasts with Melissa Hartwig. I listened to It Starts With Food. I read the whole 30 book. I read her Food Freedom Forever, which by the way, Food Freedom Forever, mm, kind of on the fence about it. I have to be honest, I wasn't a huge, actually I haven't finished the whole thing, but I've kind of, I kind of got annoyed with it and had to stop (laughs) only because she tries to, God bless her, God bless her. But I, there's parts of me that's like, okay, stop trying to be a psychologist. There's, there's a little bit of me where I'm like, you're, you're, uh, traipsing on my territory, sister. Don't be trying to tell people. (sighs) that you need to meditate or just kind of let things go. I'm like, 
and you might need to go to therapy. So stop trying. Anyway, I, I was getting a little annoyed with that, but I realize I have a huge bias, but, uh, it starts with food is great because that really helped me lay the foundation of why the heck would I do something like this? Why does it even matter? All the things that I've known about food and wellness really came together in that book. It's not rocket science. It's nothing totally new, but there's something about how when you have all the pieces and it lays together in a nice puzzle, that's really what clicked for me. So I know that that mindset and the why and, and picturing and envisioning what's going on in my body really helped me start the whole 30. The first few days, yes, you get excited. Yes, you get all amped up and you're motivated because you have this idea that you're supposed to change and you have this idea that you're supposed to be like, this is going to be a new me. Well, guess what, you guys? Like, we're all good. We're fine just the way we are. So if you approach it with just like, I'm just trying this experiment and kind of dropping the expectations of good or bad, or I'm starting this new healthy, perfect diet, drop that bullshit right now because you're just trying an experiment. Like, don't put these huge amped up expectations on 30 days and ex- and then you're kind of like setting yourself up for any slip up. Like one day I had, I don't know if you guys followed our Insta stories, but one day I had, or I think it was like two days ago, I've been ordering uh, an, an half-calf Americano, just black Americano. Half-calf Americano from Starbucks is kind of like my jam right now. And I just like sprinkle a little cinnamon powder not the cinnamon sugar, but the cinnamon powder, just full cinnamon on the top. And that's kind of satisfying. And one day I ordered it and I was like, I think he put like cinnamon, like a pump of something. Like it just tasted way too sweet and it didn't have any cream in it. I could see it, but I just, every time I sipped it, I was like, this, this is not right. Like, did he put a pump of cinnamon in it? And so I drank like three or four sips of it and then I dumped it out because I was like, I just, it didn't taste good, first of all. And then second of all, I was like, I don't think this is Whole30 compliant. You guys, that was like day three or four, okay? I'm not going to like freak out over that because shit happens. And I'm pretty sure that the Whole30 builds this into your life. Like you cannot control every little ingredient if you want to live your life and go out. Like Scott and I went out to dinner a couple nights, nights ago. I picked something on the menu that was Whole30 compliant that looked like it. I don't know what they're doing back there. For all I know, they could be like spraying the salad in some oil or, you know, whatever. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure that didn't happen. But I just, I'm trying to make a point here of like, let's just all collectively take a deep breath and try not to freak out. So I think that we go into things like this and I want to say, like, I just have to say the motivation piece of like, okay, I got to start this. That amped up feeling is already setting you up to be like, I got to be perfect. So let's all just stop that right now, myself included, because I, I'm also not really in a, I'm not in the business of sabotaging myself either. So I'm just in the business of taking care of me and evaluating every single day how this makes me feel. Okay, part two is coming up. I am pulling up to the gym right now. So I've got to get out of the car because I need to go do some fitness. 
I love you guys. Thanks for writing. My God, if I keep saying this, but the emails you're sending is just rocking my world. I love you. Just finished my workouts. We did a version of what we did last week. So it was kind of cool because last week we did an AMRAP of rowing, power snatches, and burpees over the bar. And then today he had us cycle through that doing for time. 75 calorie row, 50 power snatches, and 25 burpees over the bar. Whew. I feel like this one was not as bad, even though the volume of snatches felt insane. But I felt good. So as I was saying... Uh, I, I actually don't know what I was saying, but I kind of want to finish some thoughts around why we do these things and the purpose behind it is so different for each person and that it's a testament again of why we have to not look at social media or what other people's experiences are to say, oh, that, that worked for that person. It's got to work for me. But I would just challenge your thoughts around that. God, this makes me realize even more how Claire keeps my therapy hat tucked away safely away from everyone but it's just so important and it really kind of hit home for me when I was reading Food Freedom Forever slash listening to it on audible.com which by the way if you want to support the podcast we have an audible code on our website go to the page that says support the podcast and you can get all of our discount codes there and that sorry but it was just a plug opportunity but we love doing this podcast and it really helps us out if you just support the people that support our podcast. So I was listening to it on audible.com, audible.com, my audible app. And it just, it, it, I was fine. I love when people tell, tell their own stories of what inspired them to start something or do something because it's just kind of, it digs into that part of us. It's like, why would I want to do that? Or it's inspiring. And it just kind of, it's, there's something that tugs at your heart when you hear someone else sharing their story. Maybe it's connection, maybe it's just pure honesty and vulnerability. Shout out to Brene Brown. But I loved that part of the book where she kind of talks about her own experience and how the hows and whys of being addicted to food and just kind of putting it out there or being addicted to anything for that matter. But I just wasn't jazzed when she kind of started talking about tools and tricks and tips to, um, I, I think on a surface level, tools and tips and tricks are great, but I just don't think you can blanket state that that's going to cover it for people. And when they have that expectation that that's all they need to do, then it's really, it makes it even worse. And it kind of makes them feel like they failed or like, why isn't meditation working for me or what have you? And I see this a lot when I do therapy with folks is that uh, I have to remind myself that not everyone knows what therapy is and not everyone knows what therapy does or how it works. A lot of people come in with expectations that it should be A, B, or C, or that the therapist is going to give them all the answers, or that there's a certain timeline. I mean, I had that when I first went into therapy. So I think bottom line is just have an open mind, throw everything you know that you've read, that you've heard out the window. I know that's very extreme, but I want today to be, and I'm saying this to myself as well, is to kind of open your eyes, look up to the sky, stop looking at your phone take a deep breath and just say, what is important to me? What feels good in my body? And not only that, and then I'll stop my rant because I'm really feeling like I'm on a soapbox right now. And I don't know what is it, what it is about 
doing these voice memos that really gets me fired up. But again, I think it's because Claire's not here to dampen my feelings. But I, I love you, Claire. Um, I, I think that we have to remind myself, I was thinking about this last night, that like our bodies are our bodies. We just like don't try to change your body. Don't try to change your body. I can't tell you how many years I've spent trying to change my stomach because I have a layer of like love that just is there. It's just there and it needs to be there because guess what? I tried to lose that layer and I fucked up my body and it like royally screwed me. So I'm like, I love you body. I will never do that to you again. And I'm going to just forget all of that now because it's just my body. And I love my body and I want to be nice to it because it will be nice to me back. And I owe my parents to, I owe it to my parents to like give me a strong body. So I, again, Ooh, sorry. I just got distracted. There's a new plant store right down the street from my house. And I'm looking in the window and there is a planter of a dinosaur with a plant, like a dinosaur planter. And I am absolutely going to buy that later. I'm so excited. Scott, don't tell Scott. He thinks we, we actually do have way too many plants in our house. I don't have children. I have plants and animals. I'm kidding. That's so not even comparing it. Uh, I will, you, by the way, you will never hear me say, shout out to people who say for children, you will never hear me say that word. I, I just, I can't get on board. It's not the same, you guys. It is not the same. I don't have fur children. I have pets and I love my pets very not very much, but they are not children. Wow. Wow. Joy. Rain her back in. Rain her back in. Okay. So the whole 30 lesson learned here, it makes you really weird and talkative and introspective. How about, how, how about that for day nine and 10? <laughs> day nine and 10. It makes you really weird and introspective. Okay. So we look forward to keep doing these voice memos updates. We hope they're helpful for you if you're doing the whole 30. If not, that's great too. We love you anyway. Diets are weird. Food is weird. Bodies are weird. It's all weird. So let's just sit in the weirdness together. That sounded gross. All right. I love you guys.